Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, it's another day to uh, choose life and not death, to choose God and His will and His purposes and plans and expand the kingdom of God. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, So glad to be able to join you again on our Victory Church podcast. Let me encourage you, invite a friend to join you uh, as I I share these. I really believe that um, the subject I'm speaking on the past number of weeks on the podcast, that is healing, being the will of God for the believer is really important today. It's important to build your faith in healing. And these podcasts, I want them to be really practical. And, um, you know, they're designed to uh, boost your faith and to uh, help you to understand how to practically apply the Word of God to uh, the situation that you find yourself in with your physical body. And God wants you well. God wants you whole. He wants you active. He wants you healthy. Don't settle for less than God's best. And so that's, again, the reason for uh, teaching on this um, subject on divine healing during the podcast. Encourage you to make contact. Feel free to ask me questions about anything I've shared. Pastor at VictoryChurchRaleigh.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've established uh, over the past number of weeks that healing is the will of God for those that are in Christ. The last few days, I have talked about uh, three things necessary to receive healing by faith. And so again, if you need healing, do these three things. Number one, believe that you uh, have the healing. Believe you receive the healing before it physically manifests. Now, I just made a misnomer. It's not believe you have it, believe you receive it. You got to believe you receive it before you have it. My job is, or your job is, believing that you receive it. While it seems not to be there, God's job is that you have it. Jesus said, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive, and then you'll have. The believing you receive comes before the having. I never in my life ever have said, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, I say, well, I'm healed. If I'm not healed and I don't have the physical manifestation, I'm not going to say I'm healed because that's saying that the healing is manifest. That's not what Jesus asked me to do. He said, believe you receive. And you'll have. See the difference? There's just a little nuance there. Not understanding that can hinder your faith in God. My job is to believe I receive. Jesus' job is to make sure it manifests. And what determines uh, the manifestation has to do with my believing I receive it while it looks like it's not there. And that's what faith does. It's a gap standard. Second thing, talk like you believe you receive the healing before any physical manifestation appears. Then again, I've often stated this, and I do this in my own life. When you're standing for a healing for your physical body, say what you believe, not what you have. Um, uh, we'll have whatever we say. And so again, uh, don't say what you have. Jesus didn't say, say what you have. When you speak to the mountain, Mark eleven twenty three. he said, uh, you will have whatever you say. But often we turn it around and we say what we have, and you never get what you want. If you say what you have, you never get what you want. It's really backwards from life. The kingdom of God is so different. You've got to believe you receive. You've got to say you've got it before you get it. 
You got to act like it's yours before it becomes yours. That's the way the kingdom of God works. You're pulling what already exists in the spiritual world into the natural world with your faith. And words are conveyors of faith. We talked about that. Uh, this next one is really, really important. Find a way to act like you believe you receive your healing. Talked about this some last time, but we're going to go into some more detail on this. I want to talk more about acting your faith. Faith has to have corresponding actions or it's dead faith. I mean, how many people do you know that say they know the Lord, but their life never shows it? They, they, they never act on what they believe. And so their life never changes. It's not enough just to believe. The devil believes, so says James chapter 2, but he'll never do anything about what he believes. The devils believe so intensely that they tremble, James 2 says. But again, their faith doesn't bring results because, because they're not going to act on faith for salvation. They know who Jesus is. They know what Jesus did, but they'll never, ever do anything about him. They're doomed for an eternity of hell, and that's the... And that's the demon forces that resist us, right? So again, uh, we got to find a way to act like we believe we receive healing. Action must correspond with faith. What we do must correspond with what we believe. If not, you'll just cancel your faith. You know, if I don't talk like I believe I receive my healing and I talk like I don't know when I'm going to get it. I wish the Lord would heal me. See, I'm canceling my faith when I do that. No. How do you keep your faith stirred? Say what you believe. Say you believe you receive your healing. And then as much as you can, act like you believe you receive your healing. James chapter 2, verses 17 through 20. This is New Century Version. This is a really great version of these, this particular passage. It says, in the same way. Faith by itself that does nothing is dead. Someone might say, you have faith, but I have deeds. Show me your faith without doing anything, and I'll show you my faith by what I do. That's so good. Again, again, he said, in the same way, faith by itself that does nothing is dead. You're saying we're, we're saved by works? No, I'm saying that if you really believe, your works will show it. Verse 18, someone might say, you have faith, but I have deeds. And then he says, show me your faith without doing anything, and I'll show you my faith by what I do. That's so good. Verse 19, you believe there's one God? Good. But the demons believe that too, and they tremble with fear. You foolish person, must you be shown that faith that does nothing is worth nothing? Now that is good. Faith that does nothing is worth nothing. You see, it does no good. Then New Century Version of James 2, verse 26, just as a person's body that does not have a spirit is dead, so faith that does nothing is dead. Now see, let me read it again. As a person's body that does not have a spirit is dead. See, it's lifeless. So faith that does nothing is just as dead as a dead person's body. Wow. Why? It doesn't have the thing that creates life, the faith life. The faith life has actions with it. The faith life shows by what it does and what it says that it believes. See, So, so James mentioned um, Abraham in James chapter 2, offering his son as a sacrifice at God's command. He so believed that God promised him a lot of children and grandchildren that he followed through with actions, and God stopped him at the last 
minute. So again, Abraham was the father of faith and his faith moved him to action. His faith moved him to gather the twigs and then, and then, uh, and, and, and then put them on, strap them on his son's back and then go up on top of the mountain where God told him to sacrifice his only son. And, and, they, and Abraham so believed that when he got to the top of the mountain and his son, you know, they put all the twigs together and built the fire. And then his son said, well, where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide his sacrifice. And then he, he grabbed his son, strapped him down, and he was going to kill him and then and then, and then, you know, offer him as a sacrifice to the Lord. And just as Abraham got the knife out, had his son bound, and was just about to kill him with a knife, God said, don't do it, don't do it. Don't, don't take his life, because now you've shown me, not just by what you say, but by what you do, that you believe me. And you believe that if necessary, I can raise the dead, God said, so to speak, to Abraham, uh, to fulfill my promise that you're, that your, that your children would be as numerous as the sand on the seashore and as the stars in the sky. See, God gave him a child to promise at 100 years, age, 100 years of age, and then God told Abraham to slay his son. That's amazing. See, what was he doing? Proving. He wanted Abraham to prove that he believed that God could fulfill his word even if God took all of the props out of the way, and that is by, by Abraham um, um, sacrificing his own a supernatural child of promise. So again, faith has to have corresponding actions. For me to receive healing by faith, you, you, you got to find a way to act on what you believe. Uh, 1 Samuel 17, David acted on what he believed and Goliath was slain. And so let's read that because this is a great, some great verbiage from the scriptures just about faith having corresponding actions. 1 Samuel 17, 32 through 50, New Living Translation. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, when a lion or bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock... I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. Uh, verse 36, I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. So do we know what David was doing? He was saying, I'm just a little boy. Seems like I can't do this, but you know what? God's helped me kill lions and bears, and I am going to kill this pagan Philistine just the same way because he's defied God. He's defied God's armies. And he was taunting Israel. See, he was, what, he, what he was saying was his faith being expressed. Uh, verse 37, the Lord, David goes on, The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. See, David exercised faith and he acted on what he believed. First of all, by saying it, he acted on his faith by going to the brook and gathering the stones. Then he acted on his faith by, by actually going out and confronting a guy so many times larger than he saw. Finally, at verse, uh, latter part of verse 37, 1 Samuel 17 says, Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never won 
warned such a thing before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. Verse 40, 1 Samuel 17, he picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into a shepherd bag. See, that's acting on what he believed. David acted on his faith. Then, armed only with the shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistines. See, every action David was taking, all, all the way from the words he used in Saul's hearing that he would slay the Philistine just like he slayed the bear and the lion that came after his sheep, he said, God's going to help me to do that. And then, and then picking up the stones out of the brook. You see, that's acting on his faith. And then, and then bolting out and going towards this huge giant with, with the stones in his shepherd's bag and his sling there with him. He started across the valley. See, that's acting in faith. To receive from God, faith must have corresponding actions. Verse 41, Goliath walked out towards David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Verse 43, 1 Samuel 17, Am I a dog, he roared at David, that you should come at me with a stick and he cursed David by the names of his gods. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. See, that was taunting. That was to produce fear. The enemy seeks to produce fear in us. He taunts us with his verbiage. Verse 45, David's reply to the fear coming from, the, from Goliath. Verse 45, David replied, Replied to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, a spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have divided. Today, the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head, and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Before it happened, David exercised his faith. He said what he believed. He acted on what he believed. He charged towards Goliath with the stones in a bag and a sling in his hand, and he was ready to do what God said. Then when he was confronted with fear coming out of Goliath's mouth, he believed, he believed that God would give him the victory that day. It, the, the, the odds were stacked against David. It looked uh, it looked like a victory was insurmountable. It wasn't, wasn't possible. But David just kept saying that he would, he would kill Goliath and, he, they, and, and the armies of Israel would defeat uh, the enemy. And, um, and again, he said, verse 47, 1 Samuel 17, and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, uh, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle and he will give you to us. Verse 48, this is so good, y'all. As Goliath moved um, closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him, reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. See, he's acting his faith. He hurled it with his sling, and it hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down to the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling, and a stone, for he had no sword. But what did David have? 
He had faith. Now, what does that tell me and you? Your circumstances may seem insurmountable. It may look and feel like it's not possible, and the doctor's report and the medical reports may make it look like it's impossible for you to be healed of whatever you're dealing with. But you know what? God is bigger than the circumstance. He's bigger than the doctor's report. He's bigger than the thing that you face. Just like, just like David, inside of him, the faith that David had in God was larger than this huge giant standing in front of him. And David's faith was so much greater than the doubt and the unbelief that builds from Goliath's mouth when Goliath said, I'm going to kill you. And it looked like he had to wherewithal to do it. But because David believed God, he said what he believed. And then he acted on his faith by slinging the stone. And God caused the stone to connect right where it needed to, causing the Goliath to fall flat on the ground. And everything that David said came to pass. Now, my friends, that is just such an excellent illustration of corresponding actions with faith. It's not enough just to say you believe. Act in whatever way you can on what you believe. Again, if you're believing God for healing, find every way you can to act on what you believe. It doesn't mean you necessarily, if you're on medication, I'm certainly not saying throw your medication away. If you need glasses to drive your car down the road for crying out loud, don't throw the glasses away because I don't want to be near you when you're driving and you can't see. You hear me? No, what do you do? In the middle of it, start believing God. It may not be by chunking the medication to throwing off your glasses. It may by be maybe by start saying out, starting to say out loud, I believe that I receive healing from for whatever it is, my eyes, my nose, my ears, my heart, my stomach, my leg, my knee, my whatever. You start saying like David did. Say what you believe. And every way you can act your faith in every way that you possibly can. So let me give you a quick illustration. This is back many years ago, uh, 2005. Uh, what's this? 18 years ago. Um, uh, May of 2005, uh, I had two things happen that were really terrible. I, uh, I did something to my back, and it was ultimate, serious, sciatic nerve pain. I mean, L4 and L5, they were talking to me loud on the lower part of my back, telling me something bad's wrong with you. You messed up. You need to straighten up, son. And boy, I mean, it, I could hardly move. It hurt to walk. It hurt to lay if you've ever been there, that's excruciating pain that's totally miserable. And, and at the same time, listen, my knee, something happened to one of my knees and it started hurling, I mean, profusely. And so, you know, uh, 2005, I'm still quite a young man. I'm not even 50 yet in 2005 and I'm 47. It's just like, my goodness, I was actually 46, not yet 47. And uh, oh my goodness! And uh, so, so every day I get up and I'm dealing with my back. It hurts so bad to get out of bed. In fact, I had to position my legs just right just to stand up from getting out of bed. I had to roll over on my side, push myself up with one arm. You know what I mean? If you've ever had this kind of pain, and then p position my legs a certain way to try to stand up. And boy, it just hurt to stand, hurt to walk, hurt to sit, hurt to lay. Just hurt all the time. And then my knee. I had to lay a certain way in bed because my knee. It would hurt so badly. But you know what I did? I exercised the faith 
that Jesus gave me just like he gave you faith. And uh, I started, I got into the word of God about healing. I know that God promised healing. I also knew that God promised answered prayer. And so I began to pray. And I asked God, I laid hands on myself. The Bible says that they lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. I laid hands on my own back. I laid my hands on my knee and I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over whatever is the origin of the pain in my back. And Father, I asked that my back would... Uh, would straighten up and that the pain would completely cease in the name of Jesus. And right now, I believe I receive healing for the pain in my back. And I laid hands on my knee and did the same thing. Father, I ask you to heal whatever is the origin of the problem in my knee in the name of Jesus. I lay hands on myself and I ask you to heal my knee in Jesus' name. And Lord, right now, I believe that I receive healing for my knee. See, when you, and, and I said, thank you for it, Lord. Amen means so be it. That means it's Settled. And so I said, that's it. I believe that I receive healing for my back and for my knee. And that day I said that, the day I prayed that, May of 2005, early May 2005, Every time I thought, which was frequently about my back, every time I go to sit down and have to figure out how to sit without pain, I believe. I said, Lord, I believe I receive healing for my back. I'd take a pillow and put it in my vehicle and put it behind my back if I was trying to drive because I hurt so badly just to, uh, just, to, just to sit in the vehicle and drive. So again, but you know what? Every single time I thought about the pain, and it was frequently. I would say, Lord, thank you. Every time I sat down, Lord, I believe I receive healing for my back. Same way with my knee, Lord. I believe I receive healing for my knee. I acted on my faith in every way I could. And a lot of that was saying what I believe every single time it came to mind. And again, it frequently came to mind throughout the day as I would get up, as I would sit down, as I would go to bed, as I would get up. And then my knee, every time I walked, it was just excruciating pain. But you know what? I kept saying, Lord, I believe that I receive. Here's what you know. Here's what I do know. If you believe you receive, the time will come that you will have. If you believe you receive healing for your body and you just stick with it in faith and you persevere with corresponding actions and you say out loud what you believe, the day will come, healing manifests. Well, that went all the way through May and through the majority of June. I hurt every day seriously and I would say severely both with my back and with my knee. To have both of those maladies at the same time was kind of ridiculous, but that's what happened. And so you know what? I set my hope. See, faith, hope, love. So you got to have faith. But see, faith is hooked up with hope. Hope is a blueprint. Hope is what you want for your future. And see, what we want to do is hook our faith up with our hope. So I hoped that one day I would get up and there'd be no back pain. I hoped that one day I would get up and there would be no pain in my knee. So I grabbed a hold of that hope with my faith. I prayed in Jesus' name, and I believed I received my healing both for my back and my knee. And then every single time I thought about it, and it was a lot, I would say out loud, Lord, I have prayed. I believe I receive healing for my back. I believe I receive healing for my knee. So the end of June. One day, no kidding, it was amazing. One day, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, not quite two months, at least a month and a half or more every day. I got up, started to get up one morning, and again, to do that, I always had to brace myself on my, on my, on my arm, my right arm usually, and I'd pull up on the bed, 
And then I would have to brace myself and figure out how to get up. And I would brace myself with both arms on the bed to start to get up and deal with the pain of getting up in my back and my knee. And this particular morning, when I reached to brace myself, there was no pain. (laughs) When I reached to get up, there was no pain. I got up, no pain. And I started to walk, no pain. Both my knee and my back were completely healed. See, I did what God said. God said, Jesus said, whatever you desire when you pray, what do you do? Believe you receive it. For over a month and a half, I believed I received. And I said, I I believe I receive every day, every day, all day throughout the day. And see, but the, but the time you shall have them came. The time came when the manifestation was there. And that was that morning I got up. And you know what? I think about that often, frequently now, when, whenever the enemy attacks my body. I expect God to do what he said he would do. And I'll go back to those faith victories and go back to where God did what he said he would do when I acted on my faith. And you know what? You'll have faith victories just the same way if you will act on the word of God. Speak to the mountain, command it to go, whatever the malady is, whatever the pain is, whatever the irritation is physically, and ask God specifically to heal that portion of your body in Jesus' name. See, that's, that's doing the Mark eleven twenty three thing. That's saying to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. And then once you do that, say, Father, right now I believe that I receive healing for my body, for this in Jesus' name, and I thank you. And then you just spend your time in thanksgiving and praise after that. If you have to pray the second time, the first time you prayed in unbelief. Now listen, I pray, I've had, I have had times I prayed the first time in unbelief and had to go pray it over again. And, and, and you do that if you need to, but you got to reach a point that you pray in faith, and I did with this. And once you pray in faith, you don't need to pray that same way again. You expect God to answer your prayer. And you act like he has, even though it doesn't feel or seem like he has. You believe you receive, and you'll have. And my friend, you'll have victory after victory after victory uh, with, with receiving health for your physical body and healing. And you'll be able to minister life to others. Father, may you use us to minister to others as you, as you work with us in the healing of our physical bodies. Help us not just to believe, but to put actions to what we believe. By saying what we believe like David did. And by acting on, we, on what we believe the way David did. Thank you, Lord, for confirming your word in every person listening to this podcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. We'll take this up again next time. we got a lot to share about divine healing. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.